Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. I am so excited for the release of my new book, The Toxin Terminator, Finding Focus, Energy, and Renewed Health by Removing Hidden Toxins. If you want to get your hands on the book first, be part of my pre-launch campaign by going to my website, www.aimeecarlson.com. That's amycarlson.com and you can sign up so you'll get your copy for only 99 cents. And welcome back everyone. I'm so glad you guys are tuning in today. Oh my word. We have the former Mrs. United States with us. She has been a pageant queen. Shall we call it a pageant queen? And um, more than 10 titles she has received, receiving her first at the age of 17. We're not going to tell you ages now. (laughs) (laughs) As we get older, do we? She became an actress. She's been a pageant personality, um, doing so many different things within the pageant realm. She is also a podcast host. Uh, She has, I believe, two podcasts now, Beauty Call Podcast and the Pageant Podcast. And she also fought a 15-year eating disorder. Um, And after that, she has now dedicated her life to helping others find their authentic voice and elevate the beauty within. And that truly is her life passion today. In today's episode, you're going to hear my guest Janice McQueen and I really talk about the vegan lifestyle and how that can really detoxify ourselves, that, that it's a lifestyle. It's not just a fad. We're going to talk about how we can declutter our home and life. And also, did you know that we can take nutrition plus beauty and we can make it equal anti-aging? And we're going to get into just exactly what we mean by that. So Janice, I am so excited to have you today and be a part of this and talk with our audience. Thanks for coming on. Oh, well, thanks for having me, Amy. You're just such a sweet person, a sweet soul. And it was so wonderful meeting you earlier in the year before all this pandemic happened. And I do believe that God brings people into our lives for a reason. And I'm grateful for you being in my life. Thank you. I believe that 100%. He knows exactly what he's doing, doesn't he? (laughs) He sure does. Amen. Mm -hmm. He does. He does. Well, let's go back in our story, if you will, um, and talk about, well, I don't know which came first. You know, you were heavily involved in um, um, beauty pageants from a very young age. Do you think that that kind of led you into your eating disorder? Well, um, you know, no, it didn't. And I don't want to I don't want to make this a heavy episode by any means. But I do want to quickly share my story just so that everyone knows what I've come through. And if you have ever gone through anything like that, any of your listeners that you have the, the bravery to be able to speak about it, but I overcame sexual molestation when I was 10 years old. 
And I speak about this in episode 60 on Beauty Call Podcast, if you want to go and listen to that. And I get pretty deep into the story and to the why and who it was. And when I overcame, when I, that happened to me, it made me not want to be a little girl anymore or a woman. I did not want to develop. And of course, I started developing like little girls do and little boys do. We grow up, don't we? Yeah. So I didn't want to be that, that curvy because I'm a curvy gal. I didn't want to be that curvy girl. So I, I dieted and dieted and dieted and dieted and lived off probably, when I look back now, it was close to 100 to 200 calories per day. Ugh. And I just did not take care of myself. And then by the time I got to high school and college, the other thing happened as I started the binge purge and the overeating. And I just, for over 15 years, did not take care of my body. And I found a more of a plant-based kind of lifestyle. And primarily as I, when I got older, I met my husband uh, mm -hmm. at the time, my husband-to-be, and we became engaged. We got married. And then very shortly after that, I found out I was pregnant with my son, Cameron. And when I found out that I was pregnant, I wanted to take care of that little body, that little soul inside of me. So I immediately started eating extremely healthy. And then that, that basically, that saved my life along with a uh, adopting more of a healthier lifestyle. And from that, I truly started studying. And it was through my my husband's friend uh, who had a raw vegan lifestyle. He introduced a book to me called Eating for Beauty. I read that. Um, and also another book called Sun Food Diet. And I read that. And it didn't happen overnight, but I did give up red meat. I gave up pork. And then the next thing you know, I gave up everything else. And in 2004, my husband and I became uh, you know, vegan. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I said, ultimately we were, we were plant-based then we ultimately became vegan. And now that we've been doing that now for 16 years, it is a lifestyle choice. It became a lifestyle choice. Then it saved my life. Mm -hmm. It truly saved my life. Um, and I attribute a lot of my, my health and my, my, you know, beauty, let's just say I, you know, I think I've aged extremely well and I want to share that those tips and tricks so that's what caused the eating disorder, not pageantry. Pageantry was a very positive thing in my Good. life. Very positive Good. thing. Good. And, you know, I, again, I just, you know, sometimes I think yeah. society can equate the two things, you know, mm -hmm. together because, you know, ultimately in pageantry, we're, we're wanting that outward beauty and we're Absolutely. looking for, a, you know, and being an actress, you know, we're looking for us, they're looking not we, they are looking for a particular body style and, and so forth. So, Oh, I won't deny that it's been a rough road for me. I blossomed later in life because I started taking better. I mean, I was a very thin child, obviously, because I didn't eat, but that also caused me not to grow. So I was supposed to be five, seven, five, eight, and I stunted my growth. So that's why it's so important to teach your children nutrition and to have healthy body image. That's extremely important. And my parents somehow didn't see it because I was this extrovert that hit it extremely well. And you need to look for those signs. And I can definitely help people along the way to find those different signs. But nutrition is truly your, your, your gift to anti-aging. 
I firmly believe that now. And if I had known this when I was 10, if I had known this when I was 12, if I could have known this when I was 17, I probably could, probably could have saved myself a lot of turmoil, a lot of trauma. And I'm grateful that I found it when I found it. And now my goal is to share it, blast it out to the world, not in judgment, but in love. And I will say, you know, pageantry is one of those things that you have to embrace and understand. And that's why I'm a coach. I never will tell anybody to to diet per se. I will help them along the way. Being in Hollywood, it's harder to age than it is to be a certain weight. Aging is the enemy of Hollywood, but I've embraced what I can do at my age now. <laughs> and I'm grateful. <laughs> there you go. Well, first of all, um, my heart just goes out to you. Thank you for being so vulnerable to share such a very intimate story of your life. And, um, and I love staying in solutions and, mm -hmm. you know, but, but when, when people can hear the story behind why, you know, we kind of delve into this, sometimes it's a good thing. So thank you for sharing that podcast with us so that our listeners can go if they want to, to know more about that. Um, talk to it, talk to me about how, or us, you know, how you felt physically when you were in that binge, eat, you know, binge and purge, mm -hmm. you know, really dieting, keeping yourself, you know, thin because of mentally what you were trying to accomplish for yourself because mm -hmm. of the story behind that. But how, how did you physically feel then? Well, when we're young, we're able to take the abuse that we give our bodies. Um, sadly, <laughs> just being honest, as you can probably tell, I'm an extremely honest, transparent person. I will call it on the carpet at all times. And, um, you know, that's maybe why I'm a good coach, as I call it on the carpet. But, you know, we are able to take those that we can beat ourselves up. In other words, we can take that 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 kind of rough lifestyle or unhealthy eating, not that we should, because it did cause a heart murmur for me because of the binge purge. I have a heart murmur now that I have to continually make sure I'm exercising so that it doesn't get worse. And thank goodness it, it hasn't gotten worse because I have a great and healthy lifestyle. But how I felt was, well, I was down mm -hmm. and people didn't know it. I was depressed. I didn't know it. Mm -hmm. I had lots of energy because I ate way too much, but then I would go on that purge cycle and I would just want to sleep all the time. I didn't. I had to do school and I had to work and I taught aerobics and I was, was one of those extreme personalities that I would work out for four hours a day because that's another way of purging. Right. It's to over-exercise. So I did all that. So on the surface, it looked like that I was this young, healthy girl or young, healthy woman. But there were the other things that were happening in underlying health. But I, I felt good until I didn't, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. I felt good until I didn't. And then I had to look at myself in the mirror. And I had I messed up so many opportunities not only with friendships, but with opportunity as a performer, mm -hmm. because I just wasn't able to take care of myself in a healthy diet way. So that does make a difference with your, your, your well-being, but also more importantly, it does make a difference in your energy level. Oh. So you can only take so much. If you're not treating your body well and you're not nourishing it, then you're not able to take on those extra activities, right? Absolutely. So I finally, it just, 
hit me over the head like a brick that I finally had to do it because I had to look beyond me and I had to forgive what happened. And I had to think about other people and I had to open up. And when I told my story on my episode, a lot of the people that I grew up with didn't even realize that that had happened to me. So I was really good. I'm a good actress. I'm a great actress. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, it's, it it does take a toll on your body if you don't treat it well. And I wish I have a friend right now that's not doing very well because he's never treated himself well. He's never eaten well. And sadly, at a very young age, his body is letting him know it, but on an extreme level. So if I could be an advocate just like you are and sharing the fact that eating right will detox your body. It will help you heal. I have touch wood and by the grace of God and my lifestyle, I have not been sick since I was uh, began being a vegan in 2004. I've not been sick. Yeah. Not one time. Yeah. Not one time. I, first of all, I have so many things, so many things <laughs> going through my mind as you're talking. Number one is I believe everything happens through our time in the right time and for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. and, and when we, you and I are, well, I don't want to call us older. I, I you know, we, we've experienced life more. And so yeah. you can look back and say, oh gosh, you know, now that I'm of this age, I wish, even though I didn't feel horrible. When I first got in to learning about a healthy lifestyle, I was a marathon runner. I thought that I was in good health and I was far from it. Uh, you know, so Sometimes, sometimes it's not until the other side that we really realize what feeling good really feels like, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes you do have to hit like a rock bottom and whatever it is you're doing to truly understand. And, you know, and as you know, people don't always want to hear about healthy eating or plant-based eating or vegan. And, you know, I'm the vegan. And I mean, sometimes I don't get invited to gatherings. Of course, now we're not gathering as much. um, And we have to do in some states, we're not gathering at all, like here in California. But when we aren't, we're able to have parties and gatherings, you know, there was a time, especially when it wasn't very popular to be vegan, that I know for a fact people didn't invite me because it made them uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you know, I, I would, I'll never say that you have to be vegan, but I do believe that you have to be plant-based. You have to add certain nutrients to your diet or you're going to go down the road that I did, maybe for a different reason, right. but you're ultimately not going to feel good. You're not going to look good. You're not going to age well. And something's going to happen if you don't take care of yourself. So, you know, it's just a matter of being a good role model. We have, you know, part of my podcast is we do take, and I forgot to change this over to this view. We do take video clips out of it. So the audience will get a chance to see you. And I am amazed at when I see people who are eating a very healthy lifestyle. Um, I choose to eat vegan as well. You can see it in their skin. Um, Mm -hmm. It it just is radiant. There's, uh, there's, I don't know how to describe it, but the skin is such a telltale sign of Mm -hmm. when somebody is eating healthy. And I am a firm believer. I believe that there's lots of things that we need to remove or add into our life that's certainly Mm -hmm. going to help us feel better. But food can have the, the biggest change in the 
in the shortest amount of time. When we, you know, put the right things in, you know, to the body, it, it can really turn things around very, very quickly uh, for our overall health. I firmly agree. Your body is designed to heal itself. Yeah. And if you put the right nutrients in, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I am far from that. And I'm learning. <laughs> oh, <come laughs> I am learning. I'm learning so much every single day. And you know, I learn about new supplements. I learned from you the things that I need to get rid of in my home that need that were toxic. And of course I knew they were toxic, but you know, you just sort of get into a habit of like, oh, I'll buy that brand because my mom bought that brand. And oh, I'll clean with this because that really does deep clean. But if you look at the ingredients, Mm, that's so good for you. It's the same thing with what you ingest and what you eat. If you start looking at those labels, doesn't matter if that's something you used to do or something that your parents made. And I, you know, I, I grew up having farm fresh vegetables, but of course we all have those foods that are comfort foods that are not very good for you. Start looking at those labels. And that's, that's what I do. I, you know, is I would love to be, I'm one of those people I've, I've always wanted to be a little thinner. And I guess that comes back from the childhood memories. I'm always wanting to be like a little thinner than I am. I'm a size four and I want to be a size two and I'm not in pageant mode. So I'm not, you know, I'm not competing anymore. I'm coaching people, but it's so funny how our mindset is about that. But for me, it's more important for me to be healthy yes. than to be a certain dress size. Yes. As long as I'm eating healthy and I'm proud of what I'm eating and I look at that and it nourishes me and I'm not tired after, I can gauge whether something's really good for me because if I eat it and I feel energetic afterwards, I know that that's something that is really good for me. And everybody, everybody is completely different as well as everybody. So just remember that you don't have to be vegan like us, but you can add those nutrient-dense vegetables and fruits and legumes and nuts and et cetera to your, your current diet and be healthy. Hey there. I wanted to take a minute to talk about the everyday products you are using in your home. Many of us are label hunting. They're examining every product in the house to make sure it's toxic-free. And I totally understand that, hey, we're not all scientists, and maybe we just want that easy button to help pick the right products. That's why I aligned with Young Living, a whole health and wellness company that has all the clean products you know. From essential oils to personal care products, makeup, supplements, items for kids and babies, and the list goes on. Almost any everyday item you could think of using. And the best part is, Young Living's products are seed to seal. They're backed by high quality standards. They're the leader in the industry and one of the only essential oil companies that have their own farms. I've been there, they're incredible. These are great natural products that you can use right at home. If you wanna shop worry-free for home products, click my link in the show notes and see the quality products from Young Living. I find for myself, um, when I eat things with a, a lot of carbohydrates, and I'm not saying carbohydrates are bad. When I'm exercise, I've tried to do with lower carbohydrates. And when I'm uh, especially running, I can't yeah. do with the lower numbers. I, my body needs that for fuel. Um, it's just what I am. But that sets on my stomach. When I mm -hmm. go and eat, you know, no dairy, no wheat, no you know, no gluten, no gluten mm -hmm. is, is the thing that bloated and swelled up feeling that the stomach isn't 
so much fat as it is bloating from all that gluten uh, for me. Um, That's the way my body responds to it. (laughs) Yeah. And gluten is just not good for you in general. It's not good. And a lot of vegan food has because it is a protein, but it's not the gluten over here in the United States is not the same thing as a gluten you might get in Italy. Nope. So it's best to be gluten free. It's also I have hypothyroidism, something that was probably caused by the imbalance that I had before I became vegan. And so gluten is definitely a no no for anyone suffering from it, uh, any kind of um, immune dis- immunity disorder or you know th- hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's. You want to get rid of that gluten. Yep. Um, I try to get rid of bread completely, even gluten-free. I try to eat rice cakes instead. Yay, yum. But (laughs) it works. (laughs) This is one thing I have to say, because, you know, sometimes the resistance that we get, number, you know, people, when you see, obviously, you know, following that plant-based vegan lifestyle for you, um, you're just beautiful. Your skin is beautiful. You know, everything is, is just radiant. So, um, but I want people to understand that because you choose to do things a holistic and more natural approach, it doesn't mean your food has to taste like cardboard or be no. bland. It doesn't mean that you can't be beautiful and you can't use makeup and you can't have wonderful hair and beautiful hair products because there's so much out there now that is removing the bad stuff in it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and because I hear that so much, oh, I don't want to eat it. If I eat healthy, it all tastes horrible or it, it's just mm-hmm. bland. Um, and I know you could attest to that. That's so far from the truth. Yeah, it's so funny, you know, and I'm happy to share some great recipes. My husband's a great cook, um, just mm-hmm. like my mom is a great cook. My grandmother was a great cook. I've taken a lot of their recipes and made them vegan. Yeah. And there's just so many great things that you can do as the herbs and the spices that that provide the flavor and what people love about animal protein is the salt and the fat. And so you can add salt and fat. Mm -hmm. Um, Just you add good fats like, you know, avocados and olive oil and grapeseed oil to your food. And there's just so many wonderful things that you can make like curries and pizzas and stir fry and Chinese food. And um, I tend not to do too many of the fake meats, but I allow that to be fun food. That's my junk food that I'll have like maybe once a week. But there's so many great things. And and just, you know, a, a funny story is, again, when we were gathering together, uh, I'm very involved with my church and and they know that I'm not a great cook, but I can make a couple of things really, really well. And that is uh, I can make a really great pizza. And and I know that sounds like, how do you do pizza? That's vegan. It's more of a vegetarian thing. Well, there's just, there's great sourdough bread that's gluten-free. There is great cauliflower crust um, that is also good. It's a little bit more of the granola kind of crust. So what I'll do when I have a, go to a church function and I have to make something, I'll always make the sourdough gluten-free crust with a really good yummy, you know, toppings just full of um of fresh vegetables mm-hmm. and then there's some great like Miyoko's has a great cheese that you can use to crumble on top to give it that kind of pizza flavor and sometimes authentic Italian pizza doesn't have cheese but my moral of the story is <laughs> when I, and I'm a big talker when I first made these like the first couple of times I went to functions I would make it and I would slip in and I would put it on the counter and I wouldn't tell anybody that it was vegan right right and guess whose dish went 
first. I know. Mine. I so I know it's, it's so it's the, it's the myth buster that you can eat healthy and you can eat great food that tastes great. There's just so many ways of doing it and making it healthier for you. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell me what the difference is between vegan and plant-based. Yeah, great question. Vegan is an ethical choice and vegan means that you do it for not only your health reasons, but also for ethical reasons. You don't want any animal testing. You don't wear animal products, et cetera, et cetera. You're an advocate for animals. And I started out as plant-based and I still have some, and I hate to say it, I still have some leather products, but I don't buy anything new. Uh, The products that I've had for a number of years, because I really do believe in using everything up because that's also part of the sustainability message of being vegan is you want to use, you may want to reuse. And then I declutter and I give. And so that we're not constantly being a consumeristic kind of uh, society where we're using what we have. And I think now during the pandemic days is that we don't need as much as we think we do. Oh, we sure don't, right? Uh, uh, that's great. That gets us into kind of that declutter and, and the sustainability. Mm-hmm. Let's talk more about that because I'm very interested um, mm-hmm. in in gaining more knowledge around that that arena. So tell me you know, more about that and what, sure. what you incorporate into your life with that. Well, it started for me about a year and a half ago and of uh, really analyzing my life and it is part of your journey and I highly recommend this for anyone just don't overwhelm yourself Mm. with having to declutter everything at once it can be very overwhelming you want to take it step by step my advice is begin with just one room and if you have a large house you might just want to begin with one drawer even Break it down to what's best for you. I live in Santa Monica, so it's smaller living here too for the majority of us. Um, So I live in a condo. So decluttering has always been room by room. So I don't overwhelm and say, I'm going to declutter my life. I seriously will just go in, in my bedroom is where I would suggest starting and just do your closet. And then after you do your closet, then do maybe a dresser. If you have more than one dresser, do it one dresser at a time and then do your nightstand. And then when you're looking through everything, it's not just about the show that you've heard of where it brings joy to you. It's so much more than that. You want to look at that, that clothing, that article, that piece of jewelry, those socks or those workout clothes or whatever it happens to be. And you see it, does that add value to my life? Right. Is it something that I'm going to wear again? Is it something that I have worn in the last six months? Okay. If you say no to that, then put it in a pile to give away. Mm. And if it doesn't bring you, and if that gives you, if you do that and it doesn't give you, let's say, a feeling of remorse or anxiety, then that's, that's good. Put it in a pile. Don't give it away right away. Put it in a pile. And I organized my items and I've decluttered over the course of the year and a half, I've decluttered about six times. Okay. So it's a process. So you're first decluttering, you're not going to be able to get rid of everything. Right. Because some articles come with feeling. Yeah. Lots of feeling, especially if it's 
maybe a piece of jewelry, like let's say costume jewelry or something, or an article that you just don't wear anymore, but you just don't want to give it up because someone gave it to you. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't worn it, you haven't used it, it's time to give someone else joy with that piece of jewelry. So take it, rule number one, take it one room at a time. Okay. Rule number two, break down that room if it's a large room. Rule number three is if you have no purpose for that piece, regardless of its worth, doesn't matter how much of its value, it has no value if you're not going to use it. And then rule number four, put it away, tuck it to get ready to give away to Goodwill or Salvation Army or Red Cross and let that be there for maybe a week or so. And if you don't miss it, it's t- then you give it away. Right. So when you do that, and by doing that, you allow yourself to not only declutter your house, but declutter your person and your soul. Mm. And it allows you to open up for opportunity. And I truly believe by doing that myself six times, and I'm actually in my next round of decluttering, it allowed me to finally tell my story mm. on my podcast and, and, and a book very soon. Mm-hmm. And it's helping me become a better person and a better coach. So that is my my story around de- decluttering, but it opens you up so, so very much. And it doesn't matter. I have a friend that has some suits that she wore in her previous profession where she was extremely lucrative. Mm-hmm. The suits are extremely expensive and she has a lot of feeling about those suits. And I've been able to work with her as a client of mine Mm -hmm. because I also help people with that as well. As a client of mine, I've been able to help her finally come to the place of where she can let go. Mm. And by letting go, she's able to take the next stage in her life, which is a better one. It's a more productive one. It is a healthier one and it's allowing her to reconnect and it's a step of progress Mm -hmm. and growth when you can declutter. I love it. I have been personally myself going through, there's a couple of things. My husband and I have talked many, many times about going full-time in our motorhome, which I'm sitting in right now. (laughs) And obviously that takes an immense amount of declutter because there's a lot Mm -hmm. that you, you know, will not be able to take. And, you know, we, we say yes, we say no, and, and it hasn't settled on us yet, but you know, one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, we need to do it now because if we wait, who's to say both of us are going to be around for us to be able to do what it is that we want to do. You know, if Mm -hmm. we want to do that and enjoy it, we need to do it now. But I found for myself for decluttering, number one, I'm constantly, because I go back and forth between two homes, I am constantly disposing of clothes. And I like to give them to women's shelters Mm -hmm. um, is what I choose to do, you know, with my clothes when I give them away. But, and I don't know if this is right, wrong, or indifferent, Janice, I just wanted to ask you, but I found with my clothes, I find I need far fewer clothes than what I used to have because I have started taking two or three bottoms, they could be pants, skirts, you know, whatever it is, and then pairing shirts to go with that. And then that becomes one little cluster, you know, of clothing and then do the same thing, you know, with another. And then I have like maybe three different kind of clusters of clothes that can be intertwined. And I have so many outfits by doing it that way. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then when I go shopping, if I, I find that there's something I want or, or whatever, I may not purchase that unless there's one piece I can remove from what's already in the, in the closet. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. And when I shop, of course, you know, I haven't been able, I haven't shopped. I think I've bought just a few things most recently just because it was a need. Yeah. So what I ask myself when I started decluttering, instead of buying something out of want, because we all want and desire things. And I'm not saying that that's wrong because sometimes retail therapy is real. I mean, you need it. You need that tube of lip gloss. You need that, you know, essential oil. You need that, whatever it is to make you feel good about yourself. But what I do is I ask myself, do I need this? And if my first instinct, I'm a, big believer with just as a person, as a coach, as an individual, is that first instinct, that little voice that pops in your head the moment you ask yourself a question is always, always, always the right one. Yes. You ask yourself, do I need this? And your, and your mind says, no, you don't need it. So then decide if that's something that you need to feel better because we all are going through a difficult time in our lives right now with the pandemic and we're starting to open back up, just don't fall into the trap of, of over buying and buying totally with desire and want, because if you buy with need, then it's going to fulfill you and it's not going to add clutter to your life. And when you don't have clutter in your life, it opens you up to abundance and opportunity. I, I agree 100% with that. Mm-hmm. I, I think these are such great tips. Thanks. And you think about that toxic energy, you know, that that clutter mm-hmm. creates. Now, I'm a type of person where I everything is in its place and has its place. I right. My mind does not work when things are a mess and disheveled around Same. me. Um, that's the way I work. But right. I have other people in my life that, you walk in their house, it's like, how do you live like this? I don't understand. <laughs> um, I couldn't, I can't do that. But um, for me, I, it just, it, it shuts down my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think that yeah. that, you know, when, when, when things are put away and, and there's a, like a clean slate in front of you, it just opens up that creativity so that you can attract that abundance, um, mm-hmm. into your life. I agree. And I'm, that's the kind of personality that I am. And I'm a very creative person. And I, you know, I do have to because I'm living in a smaller space right now, because my my husband and I, we, we downsized Mm -hmm. and my son is living in Berlin at the moment. So we just downsized and we're looking for something here in Santa Monica. So we're, we're going through that phase of that final declutter that we did was one that was also necessary, but it felt really, really, really good. Um, and so that's why I'm doing like my, I think my seventh declutter and it feels really good. And I'm just waiting for things to open up, but I'm like you in that I have to have all my ducks in a row and I have to have things organized and clean. Some creative people like my, my son, for example, he likes a little bit of, things can be maybe in disarray. And to him, it's it's organized chaos. I think there are different creative minds. I think the main underlying tone, though, needs to be is you only have 
in front of you what you need in order to do the next creative step in your life or to be able to grow as a person. And if it's not serving you, then it's time to dispose of it, hopefully in a recycling way or by donating or reusing, which is, again, I'm not perfect, but that's what I I aim to do in my life. And so I, I found that it serves me. That's why I wanted to share it because everybody that I've shared how I do that, they're just like, oh my gosh, I need to do that too. And when they do do it, they notice that like a window of opportunity opens up for them. So I, why not? <laughs> I love it. So listeners, if you choose to go through the declutter process and Janice gave us four tips on mm-hmm. what to do with that, we, we want to hear. I, I want to hear back from you and I want to hear how that goes and how you're feeling after you do that. Right. So we definitely want to make sure that we're hearing that we're mm-hmm. coming close to the, the end of our time. It, I, okay. I don't know how this is happening. It always goes so quickly. Yeah, it does. And it's nice talking with you. You're fun to talk with. <laughs> Thank you. Is there, you know, final thoughts that you would like to leave our listeners with? Well, before we get to final thoughts, please let us know how the listeners can get a hold of you. You know, everybody resonates with different people. And I yeah. I want people to be able to connect with my guests that come on. And if there's something that you would like to promote or let them know about, please do so. Oh, thanks, Amy. You can connect with me. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Janice McQueen Ward. Ward is my married name. Um, So Janice McQueen Ward. Um, I am also on Facebook. I have a group if you would like to join it. It's called the Pageant Podcast or Pageant Podcast. (laughs) I can't remember if I put a V in front of it, but you'll find it if you put Pageant Podcast in. And you can join my group. And that is beyond pageantry. It just happens to be what I'm known for. And my website, if you want to just have the one-stop shop, if you go to JaniceMcQueen.com, that uh, you can find all of my social media handles and reach out with me. Plus I am offering, if you do go to JaniceMcQueen.com and I promise I'm not one of those that spams or emails too much. I only email you about once every other week. And sometimes it's not even that often. It's just when I really have something to share with you, but I'm giving away a 15 minute free consultation. Nice to help you with whatever you want. doesn't have to be about decluttering. doesn't have to be about nutrition or beauty or pageantry. It's really about your next steps, your goals in life. And I can help you break that down. And with that, you'll also get uh, my guide for my, my top five beauty anti-aging tips mm-hmm. that I will give to you, which is just, you know, the beginning, uh, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk too much about beauty, but as I've shared and as you share on your podcast and in your life, nutrition we put on our body as well as in our body equates to being healthy and to being, to being a beautiful person inside and out. And it's really about holistic products that you put on your skin and your hair as well. It's extremely important. I know you have all that, that, those, those, that information, but I, um, I'm updating those top tips with some great products that are wild foraged uh, products that are plant-based, that are organic, that you put on your skin because that's extremely important. That's so important as well. I had a guest on and I love that. So please, you know, check that out. I'm always looking for hair products because that's one thing I am 
behind on. Sorry, I'm I'm moving paper here, but I want to go no, back to fine. my notes here. Kim Walls was on um, not too long ago. I don't know if you've met her. Yes, I have. Yes. She was just on my show. I yes. love her. Yes. And she not only has skincare line, but she has a baby um, care line. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about Fortuna is that um, it is, where's my notes here? Not only is it organic, because of course we want organic, but she really goes into talking about sound bath. Did she get into that with you? She did. I, that's one of the products that I recommend, and that's why I'm updating my, my five tips. It's actually my new favorite product. I've always been into oils. Um, as I've told you, Amy, I do have some, for some reason, allergic reaction to certain particular essential oils, but I do add certain essential oils to my, my current skincare routine. And I do believe in having like what I put in my body less than five ingredients, how I eat is also, which is also a nutritional tip. You know, it needs to be whole products, less than five ingredients on the label. Uh, and then the same thing for your skincare, you want to get rid of anything that has like petroleum products in it. And Fortuna is one of those products that is such a great affinity for your skin. Um, also in the past, I've used uh, Golden Door, which is a natural brand uh, and natural is, is one of those that are approved for us to be able to use. That's more of a holistic brand that you can get at Whole Foods. So it's very affordable and Mad Hippie is also a very affordable brand, but there's some other great products, but Fortuna is my for sure favorite just because of the, the, the products. And I know Kim will love it. We're talking about her, <laughs> but her brand is one of my, it's, it's going to be my, my go-to right now. Yeah. For you're sure. sending me um, some of her products that I just with her not too long ago for, you know, so that I can try it out. And then I will go on and give my, my review prior to, you know, at the same time that it airs, I'll, I'll go in and, and record Beautiful. it, you know, to do that with it. So I'm, I'm excited Beautiful. to that. I, it, I was mm-hmm. just such an interesting um, concept with that. Janice, you have been such a delight and, and Thanks. we can always come back for um, episode two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talk about beauty and and just really kind of get Mm -hmm. more deep into that but because we all want to be beautiful whether it you know I want to be beautiful from the inside out but I certainly want the outer the outer to match the inner and and there's nothing wrong with wanting to have that beauty and to present ourselves to look professional and look you know put together so absolutely you know, there are definitely lots and lots of choices for us to have, um, you know, with that in, in mind. So thank you for sharing your heart, for your vulnerability today with us. You've been just a joy to have on, Janice. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.